0: Welcome to Otpemsu Eskwewa Kitsigisikok Metis in Space. Chelsea Val Nitsigasan. Mollisu Mantusa Mantusakagnik nitotsin. Oh toosko nignit. Where are you from? That's what we're that's what we're saying, man. We've been doing this without without explaining it because that's that's how down we are with our language. Uh, we're really saying down. we're we're saying where we're from and and, and and that's how we always start. So just right now into the ether just go ahead where are y'all from wow that's super interesting oh i love that place i've heard Ah, it's beautiful yeah i've always really wanted to visit that place yeah you should have us over for tea sometime but not you that place is a little bit sketchy no offense i'm not going to visit you there yeah
1: i've heard that place kind of just has there's something in the air it doesn't smell that great it's just full of muniawak yeah we're gonna skip that one but everybody else great. yeah all right love to have you so, uh, yeah, welcome to the show. My god, this is our fourth episode. I think that, doesn't that mean that we beat the odds? It's we did. like the average podcast only goes through three episodes. Right, right. Congratulations. Yeah. Let's just, yeah, yeah. cheers. Cheers. All right. And cheers to y'all. Yeah, cheers.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I, I think that people peter out, but we don't because our
1: names aren't Peter. I don't even know what that means, no. peter out. And also, like, what the hell else are we going to do with our time? Yeah, that's true. Like nothing.
2: Make
0: tea in space, 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 space. so i'm feeling a little allergy-y today like and, and by little i mean like outrageously so i am hopped up on
1: uh what am i what am i taking again isn't it just like your general enthusiasm for life that gets you through no it's stinging nettle Right. Stinging nettle. I I do it down home school. Every uh every season I get some
0: stinging nettle and I just put that into me in copious amounts and that actually keeps down the uh the buffoonery that happens when I get all allergy-y.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um I don't know how much that's it's not working yet. It works. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. You got to you kind of got to like, build it up. We're all, we're kind of waiting in mucus. It's like
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So dreading, if I if I just water over here.
0: If I just start sneezing a lot or just not making any sense it's uh it's it's allergy season man what do you want from me i'm i'm only human i know that we shouldn't have allergies up here in space, but apparently we do. You know what? We carried some it's, ragweed with us. Yeah, you
1: know, it's like formerly unknown substances that we're coming into contact in our explorations around.
0: Just, yeah, just so. wait until we meet some aliens, you know? We're going to have like weird breakouts. My, yeah. my face is going to explode into like green pustules. And... Yeah, STIs like you,
1: you know, have oh, never yeah. even imagined. Because but... you know we're going to get down like that. Yeah, yeah. but we yeah. we practice safer sex Well, though, that's right, with...
0: you know? But I mean like, okay, we, we brought our beaded condoms and everything. <laughs> But, uh, but we don't know how they want to get down. Maybe they, maybe they just like slide along you. Like maybe they're like slug creatures that just, you know, they, they just, uh, they just touch you and and slime along you and that's it. You know, what are you going to wear a full body condom? I mean, maybe that will evolve. That's what we'll be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Full body condom, man. That it might be what, what's next, you know, what in that
1: interspecies safe sex that happens. Thank you for tuning in this evening, everyone. <laughs> All right, so uh, Molly space is, going is going to <laughs> introduce the show. Uh, so yes, welcome to Métis in Space, where we are not doing it with aliens we're yet. We're not doing it with aliens yet, uh, but basically uh, what we do is we um, drink a bottle of wine, and then we like to watch a science fiction TV episode or movie that has something to do with indigenous peoples um and then we take notes while we watch it and then we sit down and we talk about it uh while still drinking our our wine um then we ask a white guy a thing because you know everybody knows that you know the white the white man is kind of the key demographic for science fiction also obviously like the the key expert on science Mm. fiction so we need to make sure that we get the expert opinion uh and then then we rate we rate the show or the the movie um or whatever it is, we're or whatever. Watching. Yeah. Uh depending on how we like it. So yeah. This uh, review
0: podcast may or may not actually contain reviews. Yep. You know, we, we so, keep saying that so far we've been pretty pretty solid, but you know, this could be the time when the review doesn't actually happen.
1: Eh? Eh? Maybe. But you won't know in, in, until you until you listen. You just gotta keep listening. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna introduce our wine for tonight. I wish you could see it. It's
0: actually quite lovely. Would you say that this is like a magenta? Or like a fuchsia,
1: or I mean, it's kind of darker, right? Have you heard about the new royal baby? No. Apparently, there's going to be a new royal baby, so maybe in honor of the new royal conception or whatever is, is, is going on, we could call it a royal purple.
0: It's a royal purple, but yeah. isn't there always already like a royal purple? Isn't that like the thing that you weren't even allowed to wear purple? Because yeah, of all the I mean, maybe, but maybe it? that's kind of it. Oh, but this is the new royal purple. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like okay, so it's it, it, it's I'm a little bit not super color aware i kind of get my purples
1: and my blues mixed up but this is like a pinky it's definitely a sort of cross between red and blue i would say yeah, i just really of...
0: like it that's why i'm gushing over it yeah. anyway so there's this picture of this like i'm gonna just call it like magenta uh chili pepper on it and it says in capital letters p-k-n-t Carmenere, and it's from chile uh we like a lot of Chilean wines over here um because it's the only place where you can get actual French original French wine. Ha 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 Um okay. So it says on the back, oh god, it's all in French. Picante. Oh PKNT, picante, I guess. Oh, that I was I was thinking like pinked? Yeah, I know. Th- that's what I thought. I thought it oh. meant pinked. Like like everything was gonna be pinked. And I was kind of excited picante. about that. You know? Alright, so yeah, picante, du mot chilien épicé utilisé pour identifier un goût picante. Ici, il signifie mettre du piquant dans votre vie. Picante, nouveau vin du chili, riche, tendre, fruité et gouleillante. Ce vin n'est pas épicé. Oh, it's not spicy, that kind of. I was, you know, I was kind of looking forward to a little bit of bite. We could throw some sriracha in there we could next time yeah we could oh you know what you could do is you know how like they do um margaritas and and so they like they wet the rim and then they 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 put it in like uh, yeah. either salt or or sugar yeah we could like wet the rim and then
1: like dip in it sriracha. in chilies or sriracha yeah or sriracha and then dip it in the yeah chilies. and then drink the wine yeah and then it would be epic. and then we'd all really be mucusy yeah <laughs>
0: Alright, and it says, uh, blah, 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 ooh, vous ne serez pas dessus, you will not be deceived. But I already am deceived because I thought, once I realized that it wasn't pinked, that it was actually picante, uh, it, it's not because it's yeah, actually it's quite not. Good. we were deceived yeah but it's, uh, like but it's a, a nice one yeah it's and it's only like 13 bucks which is kind oh, of hey. at the lower end of of uh wine that i can drink without
1: really suffering for it the next day and it's definitely the upper end of wine i can afford so it's a <laughs> it's a good balance for the both of us <laughs> all right so that's that's what we're drinking tonight i uh
0: wow so introducing molly to all sorts of things here can you believe that this woman has never seen supernatural it's a little bit scary for me
1: yeah, I uh I was I hid my eyes, uh, at some points. But I thought to myself, you know what, Swain? Your fucking ancestors were fucking out there on the prairies going up against the entire Canadian military. That's right. You can watch one episode of Supernatural. That's right. So like thanks thanks to the, the bravery and the, the strength that my ancestors have passed oh, down boy. to me, I uh managed to make it through this one. That's right. That's that's ancestor strength
0: right there. Uh-huh. She could sit through an episode Of Supernatural. So we chose... um, This is actually season one, episode two. So really, really early on. And we chose it because the name of this this episode is... And I'm going to say it the way they say it. Wendigo. So here's the synopsis. Sam and Dean follow the coordinates in their father's journal and land in Colorado, where they investigate the disappearance of several campers.
1: Ooh. Yeah. So this was a weird one. Like, we should probably just say this straight out. There's no actual indigenous people in this episode at all yeah none we were really surprised
0: yeah i mean i I, i'll just like come out and admit that i have watched all of the seasons that are available on netflix um i was going through a dark time and you know that's that's what got me through my days was just uh watching supernatural almost 24 7 um, And I, and I recognize that we got to really like, we got to walk a line here because some people are super fans of this. Oh God. You know, they will hunt us down. Right. They these, like the monster hunters, yeah, Sam and Dean. There you go. They, well, that's the thing is they've, yeah. they've become like their idols. And, uh, I got to say, you know, just, okay. So I, I, I have watched all of this. I've seen them evolve and, you know, early on in the season, they haven't really like grown or into their characters. So, you know, Molly, I feel like Molly's not really getting a good view of, uh, of Sam and Dean
1: you know but whatevs i mean is the review beyond they're just kind of semi-incompetent misogynists or
0: well sam just becomes more whiny and brooding
1: yeah um
0: dean gets a little more hotter and ruggeder um but he needs to like i'm ready for him
1: to grow into like a hotter more rugged more like stubble tinged with gray sort of man
0: but never Mm -hmm. wiser you know not really Uh, no no you can see that though yeah like Like, you you can see how that would play out you might like You know, go out
1: a few times, but not really like hang out that much because you would embarrass your friends. Right. Yeah, Um, that you're, yeah, you're like much older, older boyfriend who just kind of like drinks just a little bit too much well
0: in my case like my much younger boyfriend but yeah okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> although i
0: gotta say we didn't run into him in this uh episode but their dad is super hot so i'd be all over that yeah i wish we had watched one of those episodes. Yeah. yeah but uh yeah sam and dean i don't know man like i, I gotta admit when i was a teenager i kind of wanted to be like dean like i mean supernatural wasn't out when i was a teenager you know we were still riding on the backs of dinosaurs but like i wanted to be cool and wear biker boots and leather jackets and and like You know, make really, you know, raffish uh, innuendo we sort of comments to women and just like, you know, slay them all with my charm uh, and not like have to do any work to better myself as a person or get over my issues with masculinity.
1: I kind of wanted to stay in that place. the, The urban, the urban version of truck nuts is very much what i what i got from that except i i grew up in the country so it wasn't yeah no the urban version of no truck but i mean like the leather jacket nut, yeah. like that leather jacket and like that car though oh yeah it you know, yeah. doesn't lend itself well to the truck nuts but no. i feel like it's kind of the urban version of truck nuts
0: you know i bet if they had thought about putting truck nuts on that car they probably would have done it i think oh, that God. would have suited them yeah
1: so, yeah. All sorts of issues with their masculinity. The reason that I love this podcast is because you just get to learn so much more about Chelsea mm. than you ever thought you would going into it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's always just a treasure trove. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Mm. It's fine. Okay, so, <laughs> let's talk about yeah, Let's actually scene. Yeah, let's get actually into get it. into it. Uh, so, uh, you know, opening, you get the little subtext or subtitle, uh, you know, that this is taking place in Colorado. Lost Creek, Colorado, or, or something. Black Lost, Creek. Black or Creek, or Black Ridge. Some scary Lost place in Colorado. Cliff, Colorado, yeah. So basically, Colorado, you know, wild, free, all of those sorts of American values. Which um, is, like, hilarious,
0: because, like, there's, like, what... 360 million people in the states there's nowhere that's actually wild and free yeah like their version of like of, wild of the scary there. north is <laughs> like i don't know like 30 minutes north of edmonton you know yeah like, even that would be like i think
1: extreme for them but whatever. yeah totally uh so yeah you get you get the kind of like you get a shot of uh some folks camping some like bros camping super um, bros playing super bros. game boys playing game boys wearing puka shell necklaces the fire is way too close to the tent. You're like, these guys have no camping hazard. skills. No camping skills. You know, the the dude is taking pictures of himself with his phone and sending them to his sister to, like, let them know they're okay. But, you know, they're in the wild frontier country of, you know, like, the deep forests of Colorado. Ten so. square miles of wilderness <laughs> yeah. or whatever's left in the states. Yeah, and, you know, they're all named, like, Brad and Trent and, <laughs> you know
0: although there's one black guy and yeah. what do you know the the one black guy goes out to pee way close way too close to the tent by the way and i'm like no black i don't go out there because we, all, we know all know that you're not gonna make it that the black guy gets it first you know that it's like some sort of rule in science fiction and pretty much everything else horror films and stuff is like you know if there's a black guy there he's got to die first and yeah so
1: that's what happens he's 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 killed right away yeah, right. Like, he doesn't even. Like, I think he gets a name, but they only say his name once. His name's yeah. like. No character. Jordan or yeah. Paul or, you know, whatever. And then, you know, he just, just screams a horrible scream and is pulled away by some mysterious force. And then his bud, who's still playing his Nintendo, you know, it's, Yo, are you okay, man? Are you okay? You know, and then his. You see his tent get ripped to shreds and then him pulled out into the night. Although then... the puka shell wearing dude got it last. And, yeah. and at that point, you're kind of like,
0: you're kind of cool with it because he's wearing puka shells, man. <laughs> yeah, you you want this guy. Like, yeah. he should have been
1: first. Yeah, he should, you this totally go.
0: should have been first.
1: You know, yeah, he should have been first. Yeah, they're just, they're that kind of like, you know, like really well put together, clean cut, sort of like college bro types who decided to, like their version of camping is going out, far enough away from the highway that they can set up a tent have like a pretty big fire and just get absolutely blasted every night you know yeah so and then
0: they eat it which you know is kind of like a little bit of justice there
1: yeah like you feel you feel a little bit good you're not supposed to feel good but you kind of do right Um, like unless you're a bro i guess probably bros would get a little bit stressed out about that
0: yeah but they're too broly to like you know admit it
1: right they just they just
0: drink more
1: yeah that night they're just like Damn, man. They shake their heads, like, yeah. sadly. Downcast yeah. eyes. Damn. Yeah. And then they shotgun another beer. Yeah. Frost, but anyway. Frost their hair a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, basically, yeah. Camping, they all get, um, you know, you're not sure dragged if they're killed off. or if they're dragged yeah. off into the, the scary woods. Then it cuts to Palo Alto, California. And all I've got is floppy hair guy puts flowers on girlfriend's grave. Yeah, let's not even get into the backstory. I
0: mean... Whatever. Basically, though, like, he, yeah, he's he's all crying, he kneels down, and then a hand thrusts itself up through the ground and grabs him. And grabs him. him. And, and we and, both screamed. Yeah. We both totally freaked out. And I've even seen this before, but I, like, totally, I was like, ah, I grabbed Molly, and,
1: yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was, it was bad news. We were, we, like, clutching each other in terror. We are pretty ridiculous. It was, yeah, I don't, like, at that point, I was like, oh, what have I got myself into? Like, I didn't sign up for this business. Yeah, but, but it didn't really get much worse than that, eh? No, well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is, like, that, to me, was, like, the scariest part and like when it comes down to it mm. what I'm here for is the podcast what I'm here for is the listeners and so I made it through See I she, like drew sacrifice. upon the strength of my ancestors and I just I plowed forward
0: this is what Molly does for you man she yeah.
1: she sits through jump scares
0: Yeah. so then the, the brothers Sam and Dean are in their car slash house because if you know anything about this show you realize that they spend 95% of their time in that car arguing with each other like an old married couple um so yeah, like I said, at this point, you know second episode, they haven't grown into their characters. You don't know them for who they eventually become to be. Uh, they're looking for their dad, they uh, they go in, they you know, they check in with the uh, I don't know, the what like the, the, the warden the Ranger the Ranger that, yeah. you know, make up some lies and blah blah blah, whatever. all this stuff, you know, they're all like about about uh, pretending that they're not who they are.
1: Uh, let's skip to Can people skip- go in missing. Yeah, every twenty three years. Yep. They've they've realized it's nineteen thirty six, nineteen fifty nine, nineteen eighty two every twenty three years uh mysterious grizzly attacks and kills like dozens of people at a time or something, yeah. like eight people one year, six people another year, just like All these people just, you know, being killed by these grizzly bears in the exact same spot. Yeah. Nobody thinks this is suspicious because obviously the grizzly bear is one of the mighty predators of the human race. Right, right.
0: Yeah. Like this is some typical fear mongering for the city folk, by the way, about, you know, I, I really do think that there's a huge fear out there of bears, you know, because it's people just in the cities don't even know what bears are, right? So they just like, don't go into the woods, a bear will get you and uh and they're horrible and everything um and every 23 years they'll come and kill a whole bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. so like what's the deal with 23 right well oh. you know 23 is a very sacred number as we all know uh because it's got a two in it uh and that's, also a three well and the three together and it's um that represents the duality
1: of the trinity i other math also yes i'm pretty yeah sacred sacred very, very sacred very or uh, evil important. no not sacred evil, evil. but like but evil, sacredly evil? M- mystically evil yeah mystical sacred evilness permeates right. the number 23 especially you know when you consider it in the context of years wait how old are you 26 ah, okay so uh, you're i not... managed i managed to survive did you eat a bunch of people when you were 23 i don't like to talk about it
0: okay all right so I, I just want to point out, by the way, uh, if you are not yet aware, the Wendigo, as they keep saying it in their hilarious little American accents, Wendigo, is actually, for us in Cree, it's the Witigo. and by, by the way, we don't really talk about this or these stories a lot when it's not the wintertime, um, and I mean, we're going to bend the rules here a little bit because, you know, you could be listening to this in the wintertime yeah right it's and totally I mean impossible. also the show takes place in the summertime yeah that's what I was gonna say the, so the show takes yeah. place in the summertime but the the week to go is almost always every story that I have ever heard about the week to go was in the winter uh like being told in the winter and and the the things that were taking place happened in the winter right so that was kind of weird for me also yeah. as we learn later there are like the the go for them down there is supposed to be found in like Minnesota and Michigan or whatever, so it's like way too far west. So it's like sort of yeah. like it's almost like it's been driven out of its territory, right? I mean, that's that's
1: kind of what it seems like, and but it also seems like you know, but it's been there every twenty three years since like well, the it's a, 1800s. you know, it's hundreds of years old or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I mean, you know, there's there's all sorts of things that are like ridiculous about this, but one of the things is that you know they kind of have been you know excusing these attacks and saying that it's a grizzly bear and etc cetera, etc cetera. but they kind of give this uh we to go bear like qualities like it hibernates mm. yeah for yeah, long yeah. periods at a time and it obviously it hibernates during many winters mm-hmm. and then in the summer it comes out to go hunting quote unquote and right. like it, it just seems like this very strange like it's like these whoever was researching yeah or whatever Just like did a little bit of research and then decided that they were just going to more or less make it kind of a bigger, scarier, faster bear.
0: Well, you know, and and doesn't that I feel like that really plays into urban myths and fears about uh, about the countryside, about, you know, rural areas, about being out on the land that it's an inherently scary place and that there are big huge beasts out there that make it impossible for humans to 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 be safe out there right so stay stay in your apartment block stay in your concrete asphalt kingdom uh stay inside your city with little anasazi symbols drawn around it in your magical circle because apparently you can protect yourselves from the way to go by drawing anasazi symbols Like, Supernatural does this all the time where they just sort of, like, mix in things willy-nilly and they don't really, like, bother to explain it. But, like, come on now.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that was another weird thing because they don't, like, the symbols never become really much of a thing besides, like, kind of uh, something by which they just manage to somehow stay alive and you're not at all supposed to question it. Yeah, it's just the magic circle. And then the Wendigo never you know, he never confronts them across the barrier of these symbols and you never, you know, they never think to draw the symbols anywhere else where they are in the mineshaft. Yeah.
0: I don't understand why they didn't do it. Like, couldn't you do it and then walk a little bit and then do it again? Like make like a little like, yeah, Yeah. but
1: no, but no, no. Why would you? No, that's almost too obvious. No. And
0: yeah. And so they go and talk to a dude who was a child when his parents were killed by this beast uh, that everybody was assuming a bear. And uh and he goes, There's something evil in those
1: woods. And then ominous flute music. Omin- like that is the closest that you ever get to an actual Indian yeah. in this episode. You just is get the trope of the, the flute. ominous flute music. And I think, you know what? It's like we don't even need to be there as long as our flutes are there. No, as long as well, that's just it. As long as like there's some kind of like sign or symbology that like points towards us mm-hmm. vaguely, like the flutes. The flutes yeah. are just like this auditory sign that like, ah, oh, yes, this is an Indian thing because Indian it is thing. like, I,
0: I mean, we, we mentioned it every show because in every show it shows up, the flutes show up in every show. And so, I mean, we're sort of like, we're, we're, we're paying attention for it. Um, but I realized so much of the sci-fi that I've watched over the years, it, it, it's just been subconsciously there. I haven't even really noticed. No, You it. don't notice it. So it's, it's like this, it's this sound that signifies Indianness that is always there that we don't even notice, you know. So you just like it's it's this thing that hits you in in some place in the back of your mind where you're not even paying attention, and it just keys you into Indian shit going down, you know. But I mean, like, like I, I feel that like makes
1: you want to start like I want to see and hear it yeah. in your day to day. Yeah, because yeah. like if. I want to be in if subway the TV's doing it. Probably it's real, right? Right? But I want to be in
0: subway ordering something and then just hear that without even hearing it, right? It just it's it's in the background noise and then just like I don't know, it it encourages me to do some Indian stuff. Like maybe I'm going to, you know, hand the guy some tobacco for like putting some extra mayo on my on my sandwich, right? Like maybe it's going to remind me to be a better native. And maybe Maybe he's just gonna give me that damn sandwich because he's afraid of all the stereotypes that he's learned. Like, he's like, yeah. oh, uh, here's this sandwich because I don't want you to scalp me. Um, or, here's this sandwich because I don't want you to curse my
1: family. Is that a thing that natives do? Probably. Or are we, like... I mean, I only do it, like, on special occasions. Yeah. You know, like, you'd have to really fuck up my sandwich. Right.
0: I don't know. I don't even know what people think about us, but... You know, I'd like to subvert that. I would like to start carrying around a little thing, a little cassette recorder. Do y'all even know what that is? I guess not. Maybe like an MP3 thing to be hip with the, the young folk now. And and just have some like ominous flute music and just like whip that out in the weirdest situations and just see how people react to Indian shit going down. Because I honestly think that it is so much a part of our like ingrained understanding of of, of indigenous presence that you would actually see some reactions to that. I I'd like to go check that yeah, out. Just I mean, see I think,
1: it. I think like if you're going to do it on the day to day, you'd have to pair it with something like an, a really comically huge sort of peace pipe sort of thing that you can kind of lay on fire and that would smoke. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to gonna... like that. Or like a really big chest piece. That okay. You there, I,
0: I could do that. Cause I'm not going to disrespect the pipe, but if I, you know, yeah. If you went out with like, some serious like warrior gear on and just um, cued the
1: ominous flute music yeah totally like decolonize your environmental sounds and then also decolonize your outfit and maybe get some free sandwiches you know I'm not saying
0: I'm not saying that they're gonna like that you're robbing them I'm just saying maybe they'll just that's reparations I think that could count for reparations some sandwiches for y'all I I, you know I I love that you know try it out let us know how it goes that uh i like that uh, sweet mustard sauce they put on there anyway all right right uh
1: okay back where, to, where are we yeah okay oh, so, yeah, so flutes we have flutes yeah and okay can i just mention flutes as of this episode because there's no actual indigenous people in the show flutes are the one thing that every single thing that we've watched so far has had in common
0: yeah yeah because there's no there was no um there's no changing into animals here No, that's because that has been that was in everything. Uh, But this is the
2: first
1: time we don't have the changing into animals. Yep. And there was one other thing that there always was. There was the changing into animals. The flutes. The flutes. (sighs) I don't know. Well, I mean, the other interesting thing is that there's no Indian wisdom. That was the other thing that I was expecting that you don't get is there's absolutely no imparted wisdom. Like they have wisdom from their dad, but it's never like. Oh, dad met this shaman, and, and said, the shaman blah, blah. said, etc. So, you know, it's like there's no Indian wisdom, and there's no like it's it almost becomes this type of settler secularism. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because like settlers love to you know they love to try to key into indigenous spirituality, but supernatural does not do that here, which is something that I guess I I don't want to say appreciated because the rest of the episode was so weird, but. It's, it's definitely very, very noticeable. They yeah. don't, they don't fall into the, as long as we can become an Indian ourselves, we'll be able to get through this by drawing on the spirituality and wisdom of the natives. You know? That's
0: actually, that's, that's actually, um, pretty true supernatural throughout, you know, cause they, they encounter, you know, because I mean, they, they, I think it's still going on. I watched eight seasons, man. So You know they have to pull in a lot of uh you know a lot of different spiritualities into that and they never they never sort of uh they never get into any of the spiritualities they never including christianity by the way Mm -hmm. you know uh later on you know there are angels and stuff like that but they never really get religion in any way uh i mean you can argue with me those of you who like sleep with little dean and sam pillows but like
1: i don't actually care but I, i i like what you're saying about that yeah it's interesting oh yeah so then okay so we have the flutes. Uh, you meet you meet the one guy who's ever survived a Wendigo attack, and then you learn that uh, there one of the people who was camping you know in the Colorado wilderness who got dragged off into the woods. His sister has been looking for him. He's got a family, and his sister has been desperately looking for him. And obviously she's hot, and obviously she's hired a guide. And Chelsea and I were immediately like, Yay! an Indian guide, but no. But no. Instead, the guide is actually one of the people from Battlestar Galactica in what we've mentioned before, like the endless... Sci-fi recycling. Sci-fi recycling network. Uh, So the guide is the creepy Cylon who kidnaps Starbuck and is really, really obsessed with her. Yeah. So uh, he also has a really good pack, and I have the exact same pack. (laughs) Um, In case you're wondering. Uh, And he's kind of like this hardcore, sort of like the American version of kind of a safari, kind of big game hunter kind of dude. Like carries a big rifle, has his big pack, has a big down vest on, like respects the bear. Yeah, no, you know, can like sense when there's some kind of trap ahead and, you know, like... Has you know, I've been hunting since your mother was suckling you at her teeth. Sort of like. <laughs> uh, so there's
0: so much masculinity in this that I actually grew some has- some chest hair. Like it was just it was there was there's the, the whole testosterone like,
1: is flowing. Yeah,
0: it, it's just it's rid. Ridiculous. There's the three straight minutes of whining about their daddy issues. Oh, so daddy there's issues. the uh, you know the older brother younger brother dynamic with the whole man up and like woo 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 and beating their chests and like who's more of a man, and and then there's the casual casual misogyny, right? Like Dean is Dean is just basically a slime ball
1: with women. Yeah, and yeah, it's like it's a combination because you got the you've got the older brother slime ball with the leather jacket that's just like obviously greased yeah. right up and then you have the younger brother who's just kind of this pouty mouth so pouty full. little man baby yeah. with the floppy bangs oh, you know god. god it's brutal Yeah, he's got that awful
0: 2005 hair i mean it, it gets like does it really get better i don't know his hair like his hair, hair is once, always an issue
1: once floppy bangs always floppy yeah. bangs it just, like, gets a little more, like, luxurious, and he gets bigger shoulders. That's like, that's it.
0: Yeah. Okay, but my so, favorite part... Yeah. ...was after the... After Roy steps outside of the magic circle, you know, Dean told him, don't step outside of these beautiful Anasazi symbols that we don't actually see, because, you know...
1: Because they probably don't even exist. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: <laughs> Roy gets yanked up a tree by his face. By his face. I wrote that too. By his face. <laughs> that was so enjoyable. Yeah. I don't know why, but it was like, just yanked him up by his face. Yeah, you know, the way
1: go, just reaches down from like the top of a tree, grabs him by his chin and just like lifts him up. <laughs> I think at
0: that point, I was just so sick of men whining about stuff that it was just like, that it was just so cathartic. It yeah, was just it was- like, grab him by his, his pouty mouth. I Roy wasn't even that particularly pouty, but I was like projecting at that point. Just grab him by his pouty mouse, and just like
1: rip him up the tree. It was great. I we may have cheered. I think we did. I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. I mean, oh, but the did. thing is too is like you've been camping with dudes like that. You know, like you've yeah. been out in the bush with dudes who just will not pull their weight, but you, they know everything. Right. Yeah. And and they're, you know, they're, they're going to build the fire those. and then 45 oh, I mean, minutes so so later, yeah, yeah, you're just like just I will build the fire in such a way as you still think you're building the fucking fire, and you yeah, just you want gotta, a way to go to just w- grab them by the grab face. him by the jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's fine.
0: All right. So we find we 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 finally get some of the backstory here. Um, it, it, Sam figures out what this is, right? Because there there was some crap in there about like you know you could hear uh, a human voice yelling for help, and it was clearly a trap, and the you know this monster was like tricking them and stealing their packs. But anyway, so we get to. The meat of the matter, which is Wendigo, <laughs> is a Cree Indian word that means evil that devours. Okay, first of all, I got to say I was a little excited that they even know the word Cree, you know? Because, like, I was expecting, uh, I don't know, maybe Algonquin, Do they use that down there? Like, you know, Americans, right? They don't really yeah. know about the Cree. They know about some of the, the, the folks down there. So I was, I was expecting a more... Uh, regionally appropriate, you know, tribal name, uh, but no, they were all like Cree Indian. Of course, they they can't pronounce it worth crap, but whatevs, you know. Yeah, that's okay, that's fine. So these uh, these Witigos are hundreds of years old. Each one was once a man, sometimes an Indian, a miner, a hunter. Okay, and and then you know, I, I got to agree with some of the descriptions here. Uh, that quite often it started out, uh, you know, somebody was in harsh position and became a cannibal. They become always hungry, but then this whole hibernating years for a time,
1: uh, and then how to stop it. Yeah, that was, that was a bit weird. They were like, neither guns nor knives will be able to stop it. We got to torch the sucker. Yeah. They got to burn
0: it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to talk too much about this cause you know, go ask your elders, but like, this doesn't really accord with any of the stories that i've been told over the years uh and and so yeah i was kind of like i yeah i feel like they they research to a point and you know i'm getting excited i'm like all right kree ooh, they're talking about the Cree. okay they're gonna go there and, and then and then it just falls off the you know it's like it was like dude hit you know his 5 p.m deadline on friday and he's like i'm in new york city i'm gonna like wear a trench
1: coat and go to the club <laughs> so- <laughs> I'm not researching this anymore. <laughs> I've got two double martinis waiting for me. Goodbye. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. He's like, I'll just fill in the, uh, the empty bits with bear stuff, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and fire. You no, know? that's totally it. They, yeah. So they decide that they're going to torch it, which like, <laughs> you know, I guess makes for like a very dramatic ending, but uh, whatever. like, yeah, we, we, we couldn't figure out why they decide like specifically fire. Like if you're going to choose any, not actually necessarily super accurate way to kill a windigo. <laughs> windigo. <laughs> like why? <laughs> like why fire? Anyway. Okay. And
0: then That's fine. Fine. I, I just
1: got to say this. I, I, and then uh... he makes a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> he makes a fucking Molotov cocktail. He's fucking like I don't know where. Firstly, I don't know where they get the bottle. No, I don't. Especially because all been... their
0: shit has been stolen. Yeah. Yeah. They just as, he just haven't. But it was big enough. It wouldn't have fit in his tight jeans it was <laughs> not in his back pocket. Yeah, yeah they,
1: they're making so he makes a fucking Molotov cocktail that he's just carrying around and you're like this doesn't seem like a very good plan but it's you know it's fine uh, and they drop Roy on <laughs> the, the, oh yeah the way to go drops Roy on <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> like if he's gonna
0: eat him like like I'm sorry okay but if this is a way to go he's not wasting food no
1: you know you don't I you mean, just that's... drop Roy on them and then they're like oh well you know it's because Roy took a shot at him. No have just been pissed it's like are no. you fucking kidding no like so i've got run
0: run run growl scream gone flute yep. flourish there was there was some that that's one thing i gotta say about this is like they 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 move between ominous flute music to mystical flute music the the mystical flute music was happening when they were explaining the origin of the Cree indian word and then we have like flute flourishes and then later on we have sort of like synthetic Drums and and like weird dissonant flutes. So, the flute music here was, you know,
1: it it was a little uh, it was a little better than than usual. I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily call it better. Um, Varied. Yeah, I I would say like it's it's flute music with a lot of variety. Mm. Like you you never really know what you're going to get in terms of a flute music until it happens. They got it off of some awesome mystical Indian flute music like CD. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Like they they walked into one of those like crystal. Oh yeah, to get their to get their, like fourteen
0: dollars sweet. Grass. Yeah, picked up a
1: compilation. Yeah. yeah, and some and some vibrating stones
0: and yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it. Never mind.
2: <laughs>
0: We're
1: not getting into that. Just saying they didn't vibrate for long anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. So um, yes. Yeah, so they follow a trail of M and M's. Okay. Let me just say. Okay. So, Dean. Didn't bring provisions.
0: Haley, the, the girl, the sister, was like, totally sussed them out as like, not actually, you know, rangers or anything. How could she possibly tell? Right? Like, because they're ridiculous. Uh, and and makes fun of him for not bringing provisions. And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, look at my M&Ms. Okay. But the week has grabbed both Dean and Haley, the girl. I'm assuming has one slung over each arm. And apparently, Dean is conscious enough to somehow... Grab the bag of M&M's out of his skin-tight back pocket and just, like, plunk little M&M's behind them,
1: speeding through the forest over the shoulder of the Wittigo. I mean, the other thing that gets me is, by this point, they've been in the forest for, like, two or three days without any food because their backpacks were stolen.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. But he's still got,
1: like, a shit ton of M&M's.
0: Yeah. And where were they again? In the magical pouch that had the, in the, the Yeah, where
1: the hell did he even get that? I, maybe he's got like a fake butt. <laughs> okay, okay. no, but funny. you know what? No, I think this is probably a really good lesson. If you ever go into the woods, bring your fake butt, bring a big bag of M M&M, and M's, stash
0: it, full and of M&M's. bring yeah.
1: shit for Molotov cocktails. That's right. You know, like that's just that's the only way that you're not going to get eaten by the way to go bears. <laughs>
0: Jesus. These people never... <laughs> has been going these, on? I don't know. Like,
1: the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I, maybe we're holding it to too high standards, but, like, I feel like none of these people have
1: actually ever been in the woods, ever. Well, I mean, the thing that gets me is, like, the show, you know, it has a reputation. Like, I, you know, I haven't watched any of it, but, like, yeah. I had heard quite a bit about it in terms of, like, how good it is, mm. you know, these characters, blah, blah, blah. And then you just see this, and it's just, like, these fools, like, stumbling around the woods, like... You know, pulling Molotov cocktails out of their, the front of their jeans or whatever the shit they're doing. Like, but always having
0: time in every episode to have a soulful brother heart to heart. About their dad. About their dad and about how they need to man Yo, up.
1: I think, okay, I actually I wanted to talk about this. Mm. I think that we need to discuss the ways in which dudes talking about dads or dudes having a lot of emotions about their dads has to do with shows about indigeneity or like themes of indigeneity. And I think that we need to talk about this idea of, like, this father figure as something that connects them to, like, a place or a geography in the way that indigeneity does. Because, like, this is Mm. the second time, like, Mm -hmm. in a really, really serious way we've seen, like, indigenous themes. And also, like, super dad feelings. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. dad issues. You know? And I think that there's something there that, like, we need to discuss. Like, in terms of, like, ancestry or, you know, finding... A sense of place for yourself mm-hmm. within you know the the large cosmos or like whatever there's right. something there so
0: for us it's like the connection with the land and and maybe for a lot of settlers it's their
1: connection with their fathers something yeah something something grounding or like yeah. the ways in which touching indigeneity in some way creates a, like a space for healing and growth in mm-hmm. the way that like boys can become men mm-hmm. or something along those lines or like these these specific dudes can take the places of their fathers or like i don't like it's not a fully well, formed full full thought but it just yeah, it really yeah. strikes well, me we'll that, take a look at it. it like as, as this we, is a
0: thing when we continued watching so we'll see because i mean like when we came into this i certainly I didn't, I didn't realize that we were gonna see over and over again the flute music, the being able to change into animals. Like, I knew those tropes were out there, but I didn't realize how pervasive they were. Yeah. And so maybe this is something that we'll see. So we're, we're recognizing, like, daddy issues uh, in, in these sci fi uh, episodes dealing with indigeneity seem to be a thing so far.
1: So let's see if that continues. Yeah. Maybe that's a thing. Yeah, and also if, like, if you notice, you know, daddy issues and in indigeneity in media. Yeah. As connected? Like We'd let love us to know. hear about it. Yeah. 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 Like this is the, that actually really interests me. Anyway. Alright, so, where so are we? Yeah. M&M trail of M&Ms. MMs. Leads them to the abandoned mine, the abandoned Colorado mine. With
0: toxic material. And I have written here in all caps human avarice and destruction of environment. Metaphor. Ooh. Ooh. Or the you know, of course, because I think that the, the wit to go when it when the wittigo gets used outside of our culture gets used quite often metaphorically as as a symbol and I, i i even use it myself i'll admit to calling certain people with the ghost and everybody knows what i mean greedy can never you know never have enough right um but i think that definitely when it's taken outside of a cultural context it's often used metaphorically uh to to talk about either just pure greed but
1: quite often destruction of the environment right and that mind sort of represents that and I think it also too, like I think it it really represents not like not necessarily even the destruction of the environment because like you know they're in the deep dark forest mm-hmm. of Colorado, mm-hmm. but but just the fact that like you know you take and take and take until there's nothing left, and then the only thing that you can leave behind Something is this toxic and abandoned, yeah, this space that's toxic and abandoned, yeah, and broken down and and can only be used as a space for evil. Ah, so it's like the, that's the thing too that gets me is like the settler belief that. Ultimately, the earth can't heal from what you do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You use it up, and then it's and then then there's nothing else. Right. It's just tunnels for
1: evil. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay.
0: Like, and that's just you know, that's fine because it's out there in Colorado anyway. Yeah. so. So you know, I mean, that's just you know, that's just part and parcel of economic development, right? You gotta, you win some, you lose some.
1: Yeah. The invisible hand is reaching down to place you in front of this abandoned mine to go find your siblings who have been. Taken by the, the I wish the invisible hand, which is like grab people by their faces and off <laughs> a tree. I mean, maybe maybe the way to go is the invisible hand of the market in this. Maybe that's maybe that's the big metaphor, maybe. totally intentional i doubt it but i kept wanting to i kept wanting to like
0: i, I kept wanting to feel like the way was the the hero in this even though like i mean it, culturally it's not you know but like <laughs> but because because there were no native people in this at all anything even you know i was cheering for the flutes and you know i was cheering for the way to go, like yeah get those money on right but like but no but but no but kind of you know yeah but it was, no it was weird all right. So, oh yeah, that was the synth tribal drums and dissonant flutes. Yeah. So they're they're, they're in this like underground abandoned mine. Uh they find the brother strung up, uh Dean and the girl are strung up. Uh all this masculine crap. Get
1: behind me. Uh you lead them on, blah blah blah. Yeah, I'll distract them. Like Dean uses himself as bait to try to, you know, lead the the yeah, we away and like, cuz he's such a man. And but like despite the fact that they have said that you know the the wendigo is a perfect hunter and is much smarter than a human apparently he's apparently he's not he's smarter than two like dumbass guys really obvious ploy and then then the wendigo uh does not fall for it you know and goes after the group of people yeah which, of you course know, it's, because it's
0: like, you know you're not gonna you're not gonna chase the one berry that falls out of the the you know the basket you're gonna go after <laughs> the 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 basket itself, with all the berries in it. Yeah. So yeah. So the berries are cowering in the
1: corner of the cave,
0: because we want to continue that bear metaphor. Ooh, be scared ooh, of the bears. Ooh, yeah. musk
1: was gonna get you. Yeah. They're like, don't get trapped. Like, <laughs> climb a tree. <laughs> so, anyway, play, cl- climb a tree and play dead. <laughs> out of the tree. <laughs> Go up the tree and then pretend to die. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) okay like oh yeah don't don't take wilderness advice from us (laughs) (laughs) or do (laughs) let us know how it goes uh so anyway yeah so anyway the molotov cocktail yeah get getting back to the fact that you can only kill the the wendigo by by burning it um the multi cocktail has been broken when Dean got, got dragged off into the forest and so instead they found some flare guns. Yeah, I don't know where did they even picked those up. Uh, like, no, they found it in the backpacks. Um, Remember, because they yeah, were yeah, in the okay. cave and then so the they people have were there. Guns. They have flare guns. So it's fine. Uh, so Dean, you know, Dean's given one of the flare guns. Sam has the other flare gun. Sam uses his flare and that's when you get the first glimpse, mm-hmm. you know, of this, this horrible monster who I was expecting to be way scarier than he was. He just yeah. kind of looks like this kind of Elongated, weathered old man who, yeah, got a bit stretched. He's
0: wearing, out. Like, pants, you know? <laughs> he's wearing like pants, you know, like old, old, like ragged pants but, and, and big long hands. And he's, and he, you know, like uh, they got a little bit of it right ish, but you know, I, I, like, no, not scary don't enough, no, not scary not enough. nearly
1: scary enough. Um, but yeah, so, so you get the first glimpse, and then uh, it's you know, it's advancing on this group of people, and then of course, Dean, who is using himself as bait. Runs up behind the weed go, and shoots him with the flare gun and it goes up like a fucking firework. Yeah, he just burns up. Dudes, do not shoot a bear with a flare gun. Don't shoot anything don't, don't. that you actually want to kill with a flare yeah, gun, flare guns probably. Just, you're not...
0: Just no. You're just going to make that thing mad. Now whatever i'm okay, i'm not even gonna get it I'm it just, was just, i'm just maybe just it was just like an ultra
1: powerful monster hunting flare gun whatever like it, yeah, uh, like gun. i don't know it was it was weird uh so but it, it also is a little bit anticlimactic because it's basically yeah. like you know it's scarily advancing on them yeah and then just boom, and, that's that's it. and then just yeah boom it's, it's done that's it but Goodbye. that's kind of yeah i mean that's a little bit of the supernatural thing
0: that just that just happens all right and then they're uh they're they're lying to the authorities saying yeah yeah it was a bear it was this huge 304 hundred pound bear and uh and and the girl uh
1: no ate, no they, they said eight or 900 pounds oh you're right they, yeah, yeah they no totally, it just gets like you're right they totally are like eight, 900 eight, pound bear, eight, bear and you know the the police officer or whatever oh, is yeah. nodding like whoa my god that must have been horrible i've heard of, i've heard of those yeah no that's totally I realistic think I, married one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what stupid
0: things they say in their heads <laughs> <laughs> cops <laughs> so then
1: cops don't know bears the
0: cops don't know bears the cops don't know bears they just don't. I mean, okay, uh, going back, um, the the guy who survived the attack when he was a kid, he was like, have you ever heard of a bear? You know, because, like, uh, he was in a cabin, and this thing got in there and unlocked the door, right? Have you ever heard a bear, of a bear doing that? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they do it all the time. Like, <laughs> like, well, I mean, they don't, like, unlock, they don't, like, pick the lock or whatever, but, like, you know, they can open doors. Yeah, a bear will come through
1: <laughs> the door. You know,
0: they'll, they'll most likely come through the, the window, because that's easier, but yeah
1: bears can open doors man they're whatever yeah in case in case you don't know bears can open doors don't let supernatural fool you yeah so just like you know like the wine's trying to deceive you the show's trying to deceive you this has been an evening of deception yeah this is
0: just don't follow any of the
1: wilderness wilderness advice here
0: like he's carrying around m&ms
1: yeah, in his bear's dark pocket. Yeah, she's like coming. You like, didn't bring so any ass. provisions, and he's like, "I brought M and M's." And you're like, "You're a moron." Uh, and he and, probably
0: and he probably smells like axe spray. Right? Oh, <laughs> totally, <laughs>
1: totally, just like bear bait. <laughs> like, oh man. Um, okay, so no, there's there's a moral. There's a moral there's, to this show. A moral yeah, it's it's moral. like Brave Star. uh And the moral is, man, I hate camping. Oh yeah. Me too.
0: You're right you're
1: right Yep, the wilderness
0: is a dangerous scary unhappy place i mean especially if you take the
1: fucking advice that this show gives you
0: (laughs) yeah you don't want to be there man do not
1: go out on the land you might grow connected to it whatever you do (laughs) you might try to grow connected to it but ultimately it's just a used up and toxic place that's right don't go there just stay in your cities
0: so uh, Chica there, she's like, I don't know how to. Thank you. And Dean smirks.
1: And she says something like, must you... Uh, must you cheapen this moment. Yeah, must you cheapen this moment. And you're like, nobody a- actually, would actually ever say that. Except now I am. Yeah, yeah but, gonna that, now gonna but now I'm going to say
0: that all the time. Yeah, and, uh, and she gives him a little, you know, peck on the cheek. You know, like, good job there, bro.
1: Thanks, man. And he's like, oh, I wanted a lot more than that. And you're like, no.
0: No, just not. No, yeah. It's just...
1: Yeah. So, so what do you think about your first foray into Supernatural? I'm, I'm not convinced. Firstly, like it was beyond my capacity for dealing with the scary. Mm. Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer turned out to be beyond. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's, it was too scary for me, and I think, I think Supernatural's too scary for me. I can see how the the cult, like the fandom cult around Dean and Sam, developed, Mm -hmm. and I think like. I'd be willing to give it a chance, like if I could handle the scary factor, yeah. because like I know like Star Trek has the same problem where like the first season tends to be pretty mediocre and yeah, then it yeah, really yeah. gets into it and gets really good. So it's the kind of thing like, especially considering that like you can totally tell that Dean gets a lot hotter when he gets about mm. you know like five ten years older. Mm. So you know like if you're not a supernatural fan, if you've never seen Supernatural before, I'm not going to say don't watch it. Um, but, like, there's
0: no Indians in it. Like, I, there's watched, no Indians. I watched eight seasons. I think there may have been a silent Indian in an empty casino at one point, but maybe that was another show. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's, like, not yeah. every show. <laughs> but, they, you know, they bring in a lot of, like, really mismatched, like, skinwalkers and uh, all this stuff. Like, you know, there's so, there's other, like, there's other episodes that deal with, deal with like, uh, you know native myths and legends but you know so if you're if you're looking for indigenous content supernatural is not really the
1: place to go but if you
0: like jaws and chins and floppy hair and
1: leather jackets and 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 daddy issues hate women and have daddy (laughs) issues
0: they don't hate women so uh, much as they don't
1: i don't know respect mm, them
0: and thus yeah Anyway. I, I'm not, I'm not defending that show.
1: Yeah. No, no, I
0: don't know. Out of the, out of the four of them so far, I got to say this is kind of like the least enjoyable, but it was also pretty early in the season. I, uh, I mean, I think we got to take that into
1: account, but no native people, man. No, that, that was, that was actually very bizarre for me. Yeah. All Cause right. like usually, usually TV, takes every single opportunity that it can to at least put like fake Indians yeah. in there, you know, they didn't like at least fake Indies, you know, like they had the perfect opportunity with the guide yeah the guy totally should have been native and
0: imparting totally all the have. wisdom, and yet if they had we would have been critiquing that we would have been totally ripping that apart
1: I mean we would have but like but still whoever it was satisfying yeah, whoever it was, we'd be
0: like, okay. that that role was really stereotypical but we would be like yeah high five bro for being
1: in there yeah yeah yeah, like oh yeah no he was you know like it was obvious the way that he you know his expression in this scene meant that he was really trying to subvert the script in this way you know but anyway all right no indians no indians no so i guess i guess we got to get to the rating
0: um i mean do we want to ask a white guy i think oh right i almost forgot about the
1: white guy um, and and how, how could you pause after watching supernatural how right. could you possibly forget I, about I, I that i guess i was trying
0: to i was i, I hope the white guy had been grabbed by the face and pulled, <laughs> and up, a pulled up a tree all right let's let's ask right. guy. And
2: now it's time to ask a out.
1: okay so we have brad trenchire from the greater toronto area with us here today uh thank you very much brad for being for being on the show Uh, So the question that we wanted to ask you is, if you were stranded in the middle of a forest with only a bag of M&M's and a Molotov cocktail, how would you survive?
3: Well, um, uh, once I was listening to As It Happens, and they were interviewing uh, somebody who once wrote a story very similar to that about a young man trapped in the woods, and, and, um... I don't actually remember the story or much of the advice but I seem to recall something about traveling downhill.
1: Interesting, so you'd survive by traveling downhill? With your
0: M&Ms and your Molotov cocktail?
3: Yes, I guess so. I mean, I'm not gonna let go of the M&Ms or the Molotov cocktail because they may come in handy somehow.
0: Because of a story you heard on As It Happens.
3: Yes! Well, as I head downhill, because I think, okay, here, this is what the theory is. Water goes downhill, right? Right. And so as water goes downhill, it collects into rivers, and then you find a river, and then you drink the water.
0: And you would survive on water and M&M's and the Molotov cocktail. What would you do with the Molotov cocktail? Well,
3: that would depend. On? On what the Molotov cocktail is made out of.
0: Are you kidding?
3: No, I mean, let's say it's it's a, it's a, let's say it's it's a, it's a... it's uh, one of those uh, ethyl alcohol or rubbing alcohol, then of course you're not going to want to drink it. You're going to want to use it as some sort of ointment or perhaps an antiseptic. However, if, on the other hand, it is some fine alcohol that is worthy of being drunk, you might enjoy a glass or two before night every night as you lie beside the river in in the cold, I guess. <laughs>
1: wow thanks well, thanks brad thank you for that wilderness really good survival yes. tip
0: and shout out to as it happens for providing that wonderful really good
1: tip yeah yeah great
0: so thank you very much brad trenchire for your wonderful knowledge and sharing with us and as we do with all of our guests uh who come here on askamonia we would like to gift you with an indian name so Brad, your Indian name, uh, just based on the incredible accumulation of wilderness knowledge that you obviously hold and that you were willing to share with us, your Indian name is going to be Bear Who Rolls
1: Downhill to a River. Aho. Uh-huh. Aho. Take, take your name and, and respect it and use it well and, and honour honor the, uh, the story that brought you that name, Brad. Yeah all right
0: so now we are to the rating portion of the podcast where we uh you know i mean we talked a lot about the show but now now we have to get down to the nitty-gritty the gritty-nitty and uh and 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 just decide what we're gonna rate this
1: yeah uh so uh we decided this evening that we're going to rate uh supernatural wendigo out of bags of m&ms so we're gonna do one to five bags of m&ms one bag of m&ms if you recall the show was terrible you'd never watch it again you'd never recommend it to anyone it was the worst five bags of m&ms I mean it was incredible uh you want your cook to watch it uh, the full deal so Chelsea uh, what would you like to rate the show this evening? Honestly,
0: I I got to rate this uh I got to rate this a one bag of M&Ms. You know, I I it's not that I it's not so much that I hated this episode, it's it's just that I hated this episode. Uh, <laughs> you know, there were no native people in it. And uh and, and and Sam's hair was just so terrible and and ridiculous and Dean was Kind of a scuzz, and I, you know, I was sick of their. They spent like three minutes whining about their daddy issues. I just like I was done with that. There was really nothing redeeming about this, other than the
1: fact that they said the word "Cree." That's it. So one bag of M and M's. You know, I think I think that's really legitimate. I'm gonna be a little bit more generous, and maybe that's just because you know I haven't I haven't really seen the show. Uh, I'm gonna give this two two whole bags of M and M's. you know like maybe. You share some with your friends. You well, know? I mean, yeah, maybe Brad Trenchard could take one the next time he goes on a hike or something. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two bags of MMs um, for for the potential in the show because like I, I really get your critiques and I I very much share them. The show was disappointing in that you know it takes kind of indigenous you know it takes a lot of the indigenous tropes in terms of flutes and it takes you know the, the Cree you know cultural figure and then just you know there's no indigenous people at all um, and it doesn't really delve any deeper into any of this stuff it kind of just like takes it in and then uses it and then mm. discards it and that was kind of a piss off um however you know like i feel like the show's just getting started you don't really know who the characters are yet the characters don't know who they are yet um you know the show doesn't the show is, is very much developing and in development and you know maybe this is just because i haven't seen much of supernatural but i have hope for the future Not yeah for myself to watch i've it, seen the future and but it's dreary <laughs> you know what, and I, I totally respect that, but I guess, you know, it's yeah. just, it's the optimist in me. You know, that, right. that hopeless optimist. But uh, That's also the strength from your ancestors. You know, it is. It mm. is, and look where I got them. Anyway. Podcasting. On that note, podcasting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and here we are today. All right. Uh, So.
0: Thanks for joining us. Yeah. On episode four, we beat all the odds, man. Yeah. That's we're, it. We're here for the next 20 years now. You yeah. get over that hump of three and that's it.
1: Podcasting till the day the day we go the way of the we're the gonna die on air. Way to that's right. Yeah. The flaming with the go. Yeah, so uh yeah, thanks thanks a lot for joining us on this very long term journey in of Metis in space, 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 space. space.
2: space.